Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. And uh, we are excited every lunch hour that we can bring to you from 12 to 1 uh, here on uh, every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're just kind of talking about Wisconsin and kind of the the, the frustrations that are kind of developing in their fan base. uh, And even played a little rant there from one of the radio programs. Anonymous Cubs fan (laughs) chimed in in the break and uh, I was talking to him over there. He thought it was just so sad that... Even throughout the outbursts that the radio host ha- had, he didn't mention Nebraska. He's mentioning, <laughs> <laughs> mentioning Illinois and Iowa well, and Northwestern. Well, they play Illinois. Yeah. If they played Nebraska and they were only seven-point favorites, I'm sure he'd mention it. Yeah, I mean, th- there is that. I just say, you know, it is it is kind of sad that that's, that's, that's part of the, the – Nebraska just seems like not part of the conversation. No. Uh, in the Big Ten West, and it, and it hasn't been, and it doesn't look like it will be this year uh, once again unless you get a miraculous turnaround. Big old turnaround. And Trev, Trev even said again today at the Big Red Breakfast, somebody's going to look at this job and say, wow, this is a diamond in the rough. That, that's that, even your AD saying that. That's that's hard how to rough. like. <laughs> right. Well, it's pretty rough right now. <laughs> how 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 rough is the rough? <laughs> but that's I'll, so weird. As a, you know, how big is the diamond? If you grew up in the in the nineties or eighties or seventies or whatever, or just to hear that Nebraska's a diamond in the rough job. I mean, now, he played on on the diamond I mean, on knows, some of the diamond yeah. teams. Yeah, he like knows. he knows, he understands. But that it's just weird to see where Nebraska football program has fallen because I remember like in the bow years it was like. You kind of knew Nebraska wasn't the premier school anymore, and you know opposing fans would tell you, and you'd just kind of be like, "Yeah, but you tr- try to but fight they were back." Still, but they were still there, like they were in the top twenty-five, yeah, and you were just like, "Hey, look, like we're still goose like out of your argument." You're like, "Yeah, like, we're not we got top. a number next to us." Yeah. All right, chill out. But now it's just like, man, there's just they're just kind of forgotten about. It's and just like, oh yeah, a diamond Nebraska. in the rough. <laughs> it's like flyover state, flyover football team. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know, they can, they can kind of change that and get things headed that way, but, um, it's, it's going to take a lot, you know, obviously one, one victory over Indiana, uh, won't do it from a national perspective, but, but locally here, just get, get you off to a good start. It's crazy. Just the energy that Nebraska's fan base and, and, and again, where Nebraska is at a program where they are as a football team is, uh, completely opposite from the fan base. Cause the fan base is gotta be one of the best in the country, if not the best. And the, just the energy that naturally comes up that we naturally get excited for. They beat Northwest. They had one win over Northwestern last year and people were going crazy. Uh, you know, you, you didn't even have a win just going into that Oklahoma game. It was so exciting. There was a rejuvenated energy. We, you just need a little bit of something to get Husker fans going, uh, and maybe a victory against Indiana can 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 get that. Just rolling. one something. Just just, yeah, just one just something. Anything. It doesn't have to look good. It just has to be a win. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the text line. Six nine one seven says at least one of you is starting to come to the realization Mickey, regardless of his potential, will not be the next head coach. There is simply zero chance that Trev is telling some of these big name coaches. I'll let you know at the end of the season based on how Mickey does. Um, I don't know if I don't know if uh, like the the job is being offered to anybody currently. I think he's probably still in the uh, kind of the talks. Or rubbing he's in the talking stages. He's not dating yeah. anybody yet. He's not he's not asking anybody out on dates yet. He's just talking. Yeah, he's playing the field. Uh, and he said he has talked to people who are not candidates coaches who are not candidates and kind of ask them about their own development as well so mm, keep that in mind if you smart. heard any rumors of him talking to anybody smart which you just kind of just kind of you know running around getting getting a feel for the yeah. situation yeah and this will be his first football coach hire so 
It's a big well, and it can be your last. Yeah, any football coach hire that is true. carries that kind of weight. That is true. So. Um, and I and again, I I think that there is a lot of energy, and and maybe if you're trying to call out our station or whatever, there's a lot of energy around supporting the team and supporting Mickey and giving him a shot and all that. And and I I, I agree with that too. But um, I do I think it's gonna it's gonna take a lot for Mickey to get the head coaching job. I think that he, there's a pretty darn good chance he'll stick mm-hmm. around. I would say just like anybody like. Anybody that wants to say anything about any other coach coming to Nebraska and being the head coach, there's whatever you put the chance of that person coming to Nebraska, that's the chance that Mickey Joseph is the head coach. There's a chance for anything. There's a chance that anybody comes to Nebraska. There's a chance that Mickey Joseph gets the job. So saying that there's no chance, I I mean that's just not that's just not true. It's not zero chance, but it's going to have to be. Uh, I think it's going to have to be pretty overwhelming. Because, As he said, this is his interview process. Right, it is. Uh, but I, I think you know it, it, it's hard to imagine, and, and I don't you know I don't want to put all of it on one game or you know into into these games, but. Uh, if you don't beat Indiana, you don't get any momentum rolling. The tough back half of the schedule gets kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I think that he's you know I think if he does a good job, that still might not do it. I think he's going to have to almost overwhelm just because of the fact that you know these other guys. It's an important hire in mm-hmm. the in the history of Husker football. They if they miss on this, you're going to have a decade without relevant Husker football. I mean, who knows? All of the coaching candidates that people keep throwing out that are currently coaching. Their seasons could flip on a dime, and all of a sudden they could have terrible seasons. Then yeah. what do you do? Well, it's weird, right? From Chris Kleiman goes from ah, I don't want him; he lost to Tulane to, to oh, he hey, beat Oklahoma. He, even, he knows even how to win like, with Adrian. Like Chris Kleiman, let's say Kansas State, like that's their that's their biggest win. They win two games the rest of the season. Kansas, let's say they don't win any games the rest of the season. Baylor, I know it's hard to envision because they've been so good. Let's say they win two games the rest of the season, like. These things can happen, and then what do you do with all of that momentum and all of that that you know energy that you were pouring into these people? Like, are you still all in on on somebody that wins five games in a season? Well, and I hope too. It's not just like I don't want to be caught up in the moment either. I like that's why I, I want someone with a a, a strong resume mm-hmm. that that's longer than just hey they're hot right now mm-hmm. because you can see you know you did guys that. pop up and yeah <laughs> and have the and, and, and then you take you the, you fool them you're buying the stock when it's high you're supposed to buy low now I don't want to buy low not you too did low. that too with Mike Riley <laughs> you, you know at this point you want to get somebody but was the stock ever high <laughs> <laughs> it was I mean, didn't you hear he, he interviewed for USC and Alabama. Mm-hmm. All those interviews he had. But, Riley, a lot of interviews. Yeah. Which surprising he didn't get those jobs. He's a great interviewer. <laughs> I know. Good talker. I think that's how he got the job. I'll I'll go to my grave thinking Sean Eichhorst was just he, he just he just this interviewed him. Yeah, he's it. just like this guy's nice. Coming off of Bose, like this guy's I know, nice. I know absolutely nothing about him, but I <laughs> like him. Remember that, and that was kind of the joke too with the Riley era. Is like he's well respected. Everybody likes him in the coaching community. It's like, well, of course, of course, you like him. He's nice, and you beat him forty nine to fourteen. Exactly. Sorry, I'd like him too. More, but <laughs> whoops, uh, <laughs> I'd like him too. Yeah, you, of course you like. I like this guy. He lets me win. <laughs> All right, we'll take a great again. We'll come back with some more college football to round out the show. Uh, Northwestern's new stadium, kind of cool. Looks like looks kind of like Aviva too, though. Did they did they get that idea over from Ireland? <laughs> they were like, wait a minute, we like this. <laughs> Either way, I like I like the direction of the program. I like any big uh, jump there for any Big Ten West program. So we'll talk about Northwestern's new stadium and more coming up next. Here on the Take a Water Game.